This is the Two Biz Chicks Podcast. Each week, the hosts, successful CEOs Linda Rawson and Tamara Tran, entertain you with real-life stories that are guaranteed to empower, enrich, and enlighten. The Two Biz Chicks are both entrepreneurs, authors, and public speakers with many diverse life experiences that bring a powerful message to each episode. Hi, this is Linda Rawson, and we're here with Two Biz Chicks podcast today. And me, along with Tammy Tran. Hello. Uh, we welcome our guest today. It's Ezra Leah Robbins. Hi and, there. Hi. And we are so glad to have her. Um, I have had the opportunity to spend some time with her, and she is a phenomenal woman. Yeah. And let's go ahead and get started, and you can tell us your story. Okay. So, um I'm Ezra Leah Robbins, and I am the founder and CEO of Mountain, Mountainside Spa. Um, I started back in 2006 um, of opening my own locations in Alta Ski Resort and in the Rustler Lodge and managing operations for their spa service um, and helping to make sure that those amenities were provided to our hotel guests um, you know, really well. I've been a, a esthetician for 15 years and a massage therapist for over 23 years. And so part of opening my own location was really, I was very passionate about teaching our team how to, um, how to provide really great services once guests decided to take that time out of their day to come heal their body and um, take care of themselves and recover from the rat race of the world. Um, as I was telling Tamara earlier, you know, our job in the world is really, we're, we're the healers of the world. We, we want to teach you how to fill your cup first and, and then allow the overflow to kind of be the give that you give out to that world so that you're, you're recovering from that burnout and just the whole, the whole race that life gives us of being moms, entrepreneurs, you know, jobs, what, whatever it is, you know, we all seem to get lost in it and need to kind of take a, take a time out and recover ourselves for a minute. So that's what we do. We provide really great massages, um, Hungarian facials with um, Eminence Organic Skincare, and then body treatments. I will say that I'm a very big proponent on using organics in life and skincare. We teach a lot about how to take care of your body, how to feed it from the skin and the inside out, and um, you know, helping people overcome some of that. Um, you know, some of the stressors that add to our life is just the the chemical basis that are in most of our products for everyday use. You know, um, that the preservatives and um, and stuff just kind of add to um, kind of our life stresses and it, and it sometimes does increase autoimmune diseases. So that is a piece of what we teach is just how to get back to yourself and, and the rawness of, of where life originated. Nice. And so how did you get started? I mean, did you always intend to be an entrepreneur? Um, you know, I think I sort of just fell into this career when I was 19. And back in that day, you had no choice but to work for yourself. And so I did pract private practice and group practice. Um, I think one of the lucky things that I really ended up doing was um, I always aligned myself with a mentor. 
um, someone that had more knowledge than I did. So either an acupuncturist mentor, you know, working alongside her and her practice, or um, I had a shiatsu master mentor for a period of time that just really taught me, you know, his, his program and what he loved to do. And so I just always aligned myself with these mentors that um, could help guide and teach me on what I was doing and where to go and how to manage not only my um, sessions, but my own energy and, um, and self-preservation. As a massage therapist, you tend to want to really heal and give and be empathic and um, all that good stuff. But um, most, most intuitives and empaths tend to overgive and need to find a balance with, um, with, with it within themselves, you know, so. I think that's fantastic. I was wondering, so how were you able to take um, your career at 19 or your education and, and translate that into a, a self-employed thriving um, group of companies? I mean, that, it, seems, it seems like a really lofty accomplishment. And it is a lofty accomplishment, but from the private individual practitioner to imagine that they could become what you've created. Yeah, you know, I think that entrepreneurship is one step at a time. Um, when I originally kind of dreamed up uh, 10 years before I even had a location, I was writing business plans and I wanted to open one and kind of going through that. And um, so I just started with the idea and concept. I never really dreamed that I would even get this big. We really just, once we got into the market and I started figuring out that, you know what, I was really great with taking um, very small locations, these micro spas or places that wanted to be a spa and sort of faux spying them out with fantastic staff um, and people that offered really good therapies that, that they grew naturally because I was focused on the service. It was the other hotels and the other hotel owners that just started coming to us um, naturally and saying, hey, you know, with my second location, um, it was actually one of my best friends up in Alta. She just was going through life changes and um, she just was not, she's like, I just can't do this anymore, you know, and um, she didn't have the support system that she needed. And so we kind of came up with the deal that I purchased her location from her. And for me at the time, it just really made sense. And from there, um, we, you know, we applied the same, the same rules, the same processes, um, really tried to kind of streamline it that way. But from there, we just started getting asked, you know, another hotel owner came up and said, I need you, I need you to run my location. And then um, what we looked at was our needs. Um, I, I, I kind of, I'm a self-educator through my whole life. I look for mentors, I look for programs that can help me kind of just educate myself and learn more than what, what I know. If I find that I'm the biggest brain in the room, we need to find bigger brains. <laughs> so that's just my natural function. Um, and so I became, um, I got to go to Goldman Sachs, 10,000 small businesses, and they really expanded my um, knowledge that I could even be bigger and better. And so I went, I went into that program with the idea that I was really tired of um, being seasonal because we're winter season up in Alta from Thanksgiving until April. 
and I wanted to be able to keep my team. We were investing a lot of money into people um, to, to train them to work on the environment and then needing to lay them off in April. And so it was a really big thing for me to just want to be able to keep my team intact. Um, and so we created the the idea that we wanted to search for a store um, or look for something that would fit our needs as a year-round basis and allow us to continue to go back up into the resorts. And, you know, I think once you start kind of, you know, playing with concepts and ideas, you know, some people call it manifestation. I call it goals. Manifestation works too, but, you know, you kind of create and you create a roadmap to it and then once that roadmap was created we just kept looking and we kept you know going through the punches and one of the things that I teach my my team is that you know whenever you're going for a new concept or you're going to buy a new house or something push through your nose you're going to get a bunch of them start weeding out all your no's and you'll get to your yes a lot faster. You know, so we, we interviewed a few golf courses. We interviewed a couple of, um, you know, other spas that maybe could use our help. And we finally just, um, through that had a landlord come to us and, um, over in holiday and said, you know what, we'd really love for you guys to take over this and, um, we need a new tenant and it just, you know, we said no at first. It was too big of an environment. Um, we didn't want to take on the, the risk and the lease. Um, and then they came back at us a couple of months later and said, what kind of deal can we make? I'll split the location in half. We'll do this. And so, um, you know, they, they really worked with us so that we were able to kind of just take this portion of the location that we knew best, which was the spa side of it. And um, again, put some fresh paint on it and, you know, put in some good staff members and, and continue to grow from there. So that's kind of where we've ended up um, currently. And, um, you know, right now we're actually in the midst of, um, we have so many opportunities available to us that we're more looking at how do we manage our opportunities um, better. To be to to choose the best ones, you know, we've cut our teeth um, on you know on our locations up in Alta. So now we get to be a little bit more pickier on the ones that we want to go in, and how we're going to go into them and help either consult with them or you know manage their teams and and decide from there. So I think that's fantastic. I love how um, listening to you, it, it sounds like you've been true to your core your core values. Which probably yeah. has been guiding the, the guiding light for you, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a big, and I guess it's just um, the life lessons life has taught me is that um, you, I've always been big on living by my, my passion. Um, the times that I've tried to um, not live by that life is just like, oh, heck no. And I really don't have the personality to, um, to live any other way. Um, I tend to be a bit of a scrappy personality that it's like, you know, the minute, you know, things, I think if you listen to yourself and you listen to your own intuition and the minute it starts saying, no, 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 you know, um, you can either continue to walk into that brick wall and beat yourself up with it over and over again until you decide that I'm, I don't want to play with that brick wall. Maybe there's another way to round through or over this than just kind of beating it with a hammer. 
like things. So I definitely live by my core values and my intuition when it comes to how I function and move forward. I think that's fantastic. And what I also love is that it sounds like you've been motivated by a desire, which is probably one of your, obviously one of your core values to actually look out for people, to help people. I mean, you wanted to be able to expand. I didn't hear you say, because I wanted to be a billionaire, it was because I wanted to take care of my team and my give them options and not have to let them go. And, and I love that, that those guiding values have led you to make great decisions. This yeah. Yeah. You know, I won't lie. I hope to be a billionaire one day. Or a billionaire <laughs> um, that dream is there, but, um, you know, money's pretty worthless if you don't have relationships and quality of life in place. And I have been able to surround myself by the team that, um, is really willing to have my back and, um, kind of listen to the passion of the company and want to, and want to, they, they truly want to, um, work there and be a part of the growth and the development of it because um, they know that when um, one of our concepts with our team is that I have no doubt that life will come at you fast in life you and so when it does you know um, we've got you back we expect that in return you know and, um, and and it just happens you know kids happen where people people get hurt or kids are sick and you know um, so we're pretty big on just, just don't, you know, when you go for your ask, just make sure that you're true to, to the value that we're offering you and don't, um, offer me any BS. I can sniff out lies pretty quickly. And, um, you know, so as long as we're working on really quality relationships, you know, we tend to kind of, um, utilize our staff in the same way that I've grown up. And one thing I've learned, this is a woman dominated industry in massage and stuff. And um, women, it is family freedom first, and then work will fall into place. And if you try to work with women in any other way, they're really gonna, you know, start making a secondary game plan to um, find, find their path back to that eventually, so. I guess that's just how we, we function in general. That is fantastic. You know your market, plus you know your employees, you know people. Relations. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And so, um, how do you balance work with personal? I mean, it, it sounds like your uh, environment's relaxing. It can be relaxing. But what do you do for fun, and, and how do you uh, make sure that you have fun? Um, you know, some days that's a very excellent question. I think part of my business is I actually have to remember how to take care of myself sometimes, especially when we're in a scaling process. You know, whenever we open up a store, um, you know, I, I know the true value that I'm going to have to bite the dirt for a little bit before I can pull my head out of the water. And I think that is really natural whenever you're starting a new company, you know, is that you got to dive head in head first and, and kind of allow it to overtake you and then work through the weeds to get your way out. Um, so, you know, first off of a, just really having, um, I don't go in blindly and I don't necessarily go in with eyes wide open because I think if you had your eyes wide open, you would never go into business, you know, um, you definitely don't want to go in blindly. You, you should know what risk you're taking on and stuff. Um, I think for me, um, what do I do for fun? Um, well, 
I get massages and, you know, I love to go to walks, but truthfully, I am a homebody. I love to be home snuggling with my kids and watching and watching a movie. So sometimes after, you know, a long work day, that that's my favorite place to be. Um, and I have some really um, great, you know, um, besties, um, you know, business besties and stuff like that, that, you know, just going out to have a drink with um, a girlfriend or, um, you know, picking a quick lunch. Um, Linda, we have a mutual friend that, we get to be spontaneous lunch partners, you know, so sometimes it's just catching up with friends and um, making sure that spontaneousness of life can, can have you too. Um, I would say probably my hobby is um, I love to travel. So when I don't get to travel, which I haven't a lot last year, um, I had a lot of stuff on my plate that didn't allow that. Um, I do start to feel like I'm a little burnt out and, and stuff. And usually once I get in that space, I, I'm definitely, I'm checking, checking the floor plan again. I'm looking at, okay, what direction am I going? What's the best path? How do I get back to what I'm passionate about? What am I doing that I don't like to do? Um, so I would say, um, scaling into a year round market was, um, a challenge for me. You know, I had to bite the dirt for a year where I was all in and, um, working some pretty heavy hours and, um, I, I have that ability to just drive it and, um, and do that for, for a bit. And then, you know, over the last year, just between work and personal, I was, I was feeling some burnout. And so I really just started asking myself, what, what do I need to do to support me? What am I doing that I really don't like anymore? And then finding those people that will support me in that. And so one of my um, best um, I won't say best to hires, but one of my most recent hires, because I was, I found myself in this place, was um, uh, operations assistant. And it's been the first time that I've hired someone in that place that is just doing the runaround, doing the check-ins, doing kind of that detailed work that was taking me away from, taking up so much time and taking me away from um, things that I enjoy the most, which is training and development. Um, I love networking because to me, networking, um, you get to hang out with girlfriends, you know, you get to talk and meet some new friends. Uh, it's funny because I used to think I was an introvert and it's like, oh no, I just needed to meet all the right people in the right places. And um, so, you know, it, my, my hobbies are always a mix, I think, of what I do, but that's only because I've, I've really, I've grown up in a business that I'm super passionate about, and I don't know if I'll ever really be in another industry before I retire. It's just, um, you know, kind of stuck where I, I, got, I got to, you know, live my purpose from the very beginning, and, and it's kind of stuck with me, and I've just grown up through it. That's fantastic. So um, I think we have to wrap up where um, we try to keep these to a minimum of, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, is there anything else that you have coming up or any promotions that you'd like to talk about? Um, coming up, let me see, you know, for Valentine's Day, we do have a promotion coming up. If anyone wants to come in and try our holiday spa, we're um, doing our Nordic package with which is a hot stone massage, um, a 
um, Eminence Organic Skincare um, Facial and our Reflexology Boot Soother for $149. It's about half price, so it's a really great deal. And then we also have our Strawberry Coconut Body Treatment on sale for, I want to say it's $63. It's 30% off. So um, we kind of have some fun stuff like that for the holiday coming up. Um, and, you know, yeah, just something for people to come in and try us out and, and try our amazing services. Where do we find those specials? On your website? Yes, um, they'll actually, we're doing the um, development for the ads right now. We've just finished up kind of the print ads. So um, I will have it up on my website in the next couple of days, probably by the end of the week, and they can find that there. Okay, well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun to talk to you and get to know you better. Well, thank you. It's been fun to talk to you. Thank you, Linda and Tamara, for inviting me to be on your podcast.